Here we are. It is episode 17 of the 2x4 <laughs> Student Podcast. Thanks for joining us. The only, the only podcast that is two students, five students, and uh, four students. I had a, uh, a Zoom call uh, from, from someone uh, this week, and he lives in Kansas. And, um, and he has been, apparently, has been listening to our podcast, stalking us. <laughs> and um, awesome Nazarene guy. And... Um, and he uh, agrees. I thought that I was like before we started this podcast. I did some research. Like, there's a lot of student ministry podcasts, but it's almost all adult youth leaders or youth pastors talking about student ministry together. Like, I looked for like, where is a podcast of teenagers just talking about teenager stuff? And super rare. So I couldn't. I mean, please, if you're listening to our podcast and you know of one, please like leave a comment. Tell us. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I Just was. Just we can do better than those people. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was glad that he like apparently like verified what I thought. Now, I use the word only, but I'll put the little asterisk in there. The only one that I know of. <laughs> yes. Two there by four student podcast. So anyway, at any rate, this is episode seventeen. Thanks for joining us. I um, am so graced to have Alyssa and Caroline with me again. They've been on the podcast. What? What is this? Your third time? This is our second. Se- real? Really? Oh, I thought it was three. Okay. Well, welcome back. Thank for, you. Second uh, time's a charm. Second time yes. around. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We'll try again. Um, so yeah, that's fantastic. I'm so glad you guys are here. And uh, this past weekend we had. Um, a weird winter retreat. Now, for those who don't know, in the Virginia, we're a part of a Virginia district of churches, about 100 or so churches. And um, with COVID, COVID is a jerk. That's my t-shirt that I'm, <laughs> that I'm going to get made. Uh, because of COVID, we couldn't be, you know, 500 teenagers crammed into a room somewhere, which is what we're used to. So we had to do an online virtual, um, as we are used to doing things like that. So we had a virtual retreat experience this past weekend. But our youth group and a lot of other ones across the state got together for kind of, I mean, basically it's a watch party mm-hmm. of the, um, you know, the, the speaker and the worship and all of that good stuff. So um, we're going to, we're just going to talk about that. And uh, the theme was tuned in and it was really all about tuning in to God's voice mm-hmm. and how we hear him and how we follow him. But you guys had something else that you wanted to do before we dive into that. Can you, can you share can you share that with us? No, don't get shy now. We would like to welcome hi guys to our is more. Yeah. I don't know. We're doing ASMR for Jesus. Uh, ASMR for Jesus. That's beautiful. They That's beautiful. Yes. And uh, this is my hold on. Yes. That's my coffee cup there. And, yeah, I won't sip it because, you know, <laughs> that just goes a little bit too far. Okay, impression. But uh, a, a brand new thing. This is the ev- evangelistic arm of Southside students is ASMR for Jesus. Yes. ASMR yeah. for Jesus. <laughs> so. New t-shirt design. I bet, <laughs> I bet if we were watching, like, the podcast listeners in real time, we would, like, watch the numbers yeah. go down. <laughs> oh, oh. Over the last 30 seconds, we just lost, like, you know, half of the four we had. 
We used so. to make merch. Like one of them, ASMR for Jesus. The other one. There we go. Which you COVID is a jerk. COVID is yes. a jerk. Yeah. Sell them. Mm-hmm. Order them online. Go buy our, our podcast merch. merch. Yeah, check, check us out. A <laughs> new merch line. That's that's awesome. We okay. can model them. Yeah. A little photo yes. shoot. <laughs> right cool. behind the gym. I think we've stumbled onto a gold mine yeah. idea. <laughs> of course. Fantastic. It'll be a hit. It'll we're be gonna, a hit. We're going to do it. That's so funny. <laughs> All right, good. Um, well, uh, either one of you dive right into what what you felt of the retreat experience, and maybe something that you can just pass along to everybody else. Something that you took away, kind of a main thing that that uh, that you received from it. So, yeah, either one of you who wants to start. I can go first. Um, well, it definitely was different. I think, but I think it was kind of like a good different because most of the time when we go to winter retreat, like you have all these people and you have like the hotel and then you get like you spend all this time building like all these relationships with other people and I think sometimes that can overcrowd the real message of why we're going Mm -hmm. especially for me like I just like to talk to people and like I don't know just like seeing all these people come and like I don't know kind of like that environment it's so overwhelming and so you forget like the reason why you're there and you get caught up in like just talking to people or like and then once it gets to like the message you're not as focused and I think with just like just this time in general like there's not there's so many things going on but it's so like quiet it's not like Mm -hmm. like loud like Mm -hmm. things going Mm -hmm. on like like sports or like all that stuff I think it's just a lot quieter now and we're able to like get like a clear message like I think I took out a lot more from this weekend it wasn't like the same vibe it wasn't like yeah like overall like oh i feel like so re-energized but i think it was just kind of like not even just re like energizing it was more of just kind of like repurposing like Mm -hmm. yeah it was definitely kind of like just like fixing your focus on why you come yeah and i and i don't mind like the less people type thing like like even though we're not with like a hundred people or fifty, yeah. or 50 how many people have come there were 50 mm-hmm. of us this weekend yeah yeah like i i don't care how many people come i think it's just nice to get to know the people who did come mm-hmm. and like kind of mm-hmm. like see why they're coming and i don't know i think one thing i really took out from this was i think something i said is that she had all these like these three topics mm-hmm. so tuning in tuning out and speaking life mm-hmm. and i didn't till like right after the tree i didn't realize like how they connected until we did that like talking to our yeah. groups yeah and i didn't realize like why she did it in that specific order like to tune in you're like you're gonna it's so much easier to speak life mm-hmm. when you're tuned in with what god wants mm-hmm. you to say yeah. and you have that kind of like kind of like that you're tuned into the radio like you're hearing yeah. something and portraying it and like going to other people and conveying that message and then when you tune out it's so much easier to not let those people who aren't speaking life mm-hmm. to not get to you yeah. and then it that also when you have less impact and like negative impact on you it's easier for you to like feel like there's a more positive environment mm-hmm. and like yeah. i don't know i just really liked how she put all those things together because at first i was like that's weird like you have tuning in and out and then you have like speak life. i know I it was, was so kind of like the oddball and you're like mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. it was cool just how it kind of like connected over time yeah mm-hmm. really yeah. good i agree i think it was definitely different than years past because we're not with a bunch of like 500 people mm-hmm. in the same room and we couldn't have a basketball tournament <laughs> or a dodgeball whatever and but it was so nice to have at least something yeah because so much has been like taken away from us that we couldn't have anything mm-hmm. and so having something was just such an encouragement um to me especially like as a senior knowing like i won't have like 
retreats right. from Southside, right. like actual right. ones. Yeah. And just knowing I get something is so like uplifting. Yeah. And like with a li- what Alyssa said with um, how it was smaller, I feel like it was so it was easier to connect with God because there wasn't like so many people like around you and you're not thinking about the next thing yeah. that's going to happen. Being like, Oh, I'm going to go to my hotel and order pizza with my right. friends and stuff. Right. <laughs> like you're just like sitting there and like dwelling with the presence of God. And you're mm-hmm. like knowing that you're going to be home tonight. And what are you going to do with this? Yeah. And the you next day. Stall. Yeah. You can't like stall. Yeah. And, Something I learned, like Alyssa said, there was three sessions, and they talked about tuning in, tuning out, and speaking life. And the one thing that kind of stood out to me was tuning out. And I feel like the one thing we have to tune out first is Satan and his Mm -hmm. voice, because Mm -hmm. he puts it so many lies in our head. And I know for me personally... um, I felt the call of ministry for probably a year or so in my life, and I felt that's what God has called me to do. And like I said, I'm a senior in high school, so I have to kind of figure out what I'm going to do with my life, or I'm going to go to school and stuff, and it's stressful. And um, probably a month or two ago, I just, Satan like got in my head, and he was Mm. like, you really think you can do this? You're only 17 years old. You're not Sadie Robertson. You're not Stephen Furtick. You're not Louis Giglio. You're just Caroline Harris Mm -hmm. from Chesterfield, Virginia. Mm -hmm. He's like, you can't do what they do. And I felt like so small and so defeated. And I feel like Satan, he puts these lies. It's like our mind is like a garden, and he puts these lies in our heads. And when God's trying to grow beautiful flowers, he's putting weeds. And you have to grab those weeds by the root Mm -hmm. and pull them up and so that's like the only way that Mm. you can get rid of those lies and I know me and my boyfriend we do a devotion every night before we go to bed Mm -hmm. and one night before it was like a couple nights after Satan was like getting in my mind and he was like the devotion said how God doesn't make mistakes Mm -hmm. and he puts you exactly where you're going to be for a reason Mm -hmm. and he knows what he's doing and I like never felt I never questioned God Mm -hmm. about what he put in my heart for the past year except for that one time and that's when Satan tried to get in my mind so it's so important to tune out his voice because he'll make you question God when you would never do it Mm -hmm. if he didn't put those in your head yeah that's really good. That's a powerful illustration, that mm-hmm. whole garden thing. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you saying that. That's really good. Um, it it reminds me of um, way back in Genesis with the whole Cain and Abel thing. And, um, you know, God was, there was Cain that killed Abel. Um, and then God said to him, hey, be careful because sin is crouching at the door, waiting to pounce, waiting mm-hmm. to come in. So when we crack that door open just a little bit satan is going to do everything he can to kind of like kind of Mm -hmm. slither his way in there i don't think it's any mistake that in the garden he was a serpent because you know like i don't know if you much know much about snakes but they can get into some crazy tight Mm -hmm. places and if we're not careful if we just give him just a little bit of room he's going to get in there and Mm -hmm. he's going to start to wreak havoc Mm -hmm. and um Man, I really resonate with with what you're saying about just those, like, just planting those Mm -hmm. weeds. And um, we can really, how easy we can get sideways and get our eyes off of what's true and what's real. 
Because if you think about it, the culture that we live in, we absorb, I don't know how many tens of thousands of messages in all different forms every single day that our brains are are receiving and calculating and sifting through and filtering. And if you if you really think about it, there's one truth, you know, and that's the nature of truth. There's one truth. And we have to be really careful that that's the voice that we're tuned into and that we tune other things out. So... Um, takeaways from retreat can we can we kind of talk about that i mean i think think both of you just kind of i mean touched on it a little Mm -hmm. bit but what for you personally what was uh some of the takeaways and by the way i think that i i reached out actually during the session last night i reached out to andrea sautel who's this who was the speaker i've never met her before but i stalked her on facebook (laughs) you can send her i send her like a facebook message Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to encourage her. Just say, we're having an awesome time. Thank you for letting God use you, blah, blah, blah. And um, and she wrote back, so gracious, so thankful. You know, she and, and she had prayed and was, uh, who? because she's talking to a camera, you know, yeah. and not a room full of people. So, and I've been there and it's really hard and you don't know, you don't, you're not reading people's faces <laughs> yeah. and you know, there's no movement and, you know, so, um, but yeah, I, we would need to make sure that sh- this episode gets to her. So that this yeah, podcast, hey. so that she can hear, like, mm-hmm. hey, here's how it was received by mm-hmm. students. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> takeaways for for both of you. What are your thoughts? Definitely the uh, quiet space, like the whispers, like, place that we need to find. Yeah. Like, I actually thought it was pretty cool. Um, like, Thursday or Friday before I had come, mm-hmm. I had already thought about that. Like, it was yeah. kind of, like, a little bit in my mind because I used to have... Um, like, we kind of, like, switched rooms in my house, and my yep. room used to be really quiet. Like, it was just, like, you couldn't hear anything in the house because it was mm. in the back. And so I would always just have, like, a lot of quiet space there. Mm-hmm. And then I moved rooms, and mm-hmm. I can hear everything. <laughs> yeah. I can hear toilets. I can hear the TV. Yeah. I can hear yeah. everything. And so it has been a lot harder to just, like, even homework. Like, it's just kind of, like, it's a different, like, vibe. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, a, it's a weird thing to think about. But it's just, I don't know, it's been hard to find that, like, quiet space. And I had, it was just weird, like, because I had already thought about that, like, right before I'd come. But I kind of, like, switched it away. I was like, oh, that doesn't really matter. Like, that's not really top priority. Mm-hmm. And then I'd come, and that's, like, what she talked about. And I thought that was really cool because mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that important. But I do really think that, like, especially for me, I'm, like, one of those people who really needs, like, my own space and kind of, like, very independent so it's just when i like am around a lot of, a lot of people I get like overwhelmed and i need that time yeah. like mm-hmm. to just like be by myself mm-hmm. and it's hard when you don't have that space to do that so i think definitely once you find that place easier to hear god and it's mm-hmm. easier to let him in because yeah. usually if we don't find that space we're not going to go to tune into god yeah. and even if we are our whole focus isn't on him and we're not going to, it's harder to hear him when we like, just feel like, oh, we're just doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing yeah. devotions or I'm just listening to Christian music. Like yeah. you're not really like focused on actually hearing him, mm-hmm. actually being tuned in and tuning other things out that mm-hmm. are important. Mm-hmm. So I think my biggest takeaway was definitely like the whisper space, like just finding that place and just like finding somewhere that I can really tune things out and just really think about what's important mm-hmm. and like my next steps and just all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think awesome. mine's kind of like that. Like, I read my Bible every day. I do my devotion every day. But I kind of, like, do it quick so I can get on to, like, the yeah. next thing I have right. to do. Right. So, like, when I read my Bible in the morning, I usually have class in, like, the next minute or two. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, 
my mind's kind of like, oh, did I get all my homework done for this class? Did mm-hmm. I do all this? Mm-hmm. And I never, she talked about how when you do this stuff, you have to make sure you have time where you're just quiet mm-hmm. and you're just silent, nothing going on and just listening to God. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I need to do that in my life. So like after I read my devotion or after I um, read my Bible, just be quiet Mm -hmm. and just listen to what God has to say Mm -hmm. to me because that's the voice I need to tune into. And another thing is tuning out like social media Mm -hmm. and how much negativity that brings and how much like comparison that brings with it. And knowing who I am in Christ, knowing I'm a daughter of the King, knowing Mm -hmm. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made and knowing this stuff. So I won't be shaken by what I see on social media or Mm -hmm. what I compare myself to on social media. And then with speaking life, I feel like she said, every person you meet is an opportunity to um, speak life. And she said something like you can either speak life or, something else i don't remember like yeah. tear people down or yeah whatever. yeah there was no neutral yeah yeah i remember and yeah. so um i feel like that's so important because we're so as human we're so quick to like judge people mm-hmm. and we're like oh they don't blah, blah, blah mm-hmm. so i don't blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and so i think it's so important that we just spread the light of jesus and we just show people jesus because we don't know if that's the opportunity that god gave that person to show them jesus so we just have to i know every morning i pray god just let me be your vessel let me shine your light today give me an opportunity that i can just show you every Mm -hmm. single morning i pray that and I think that's just so important that we speak life to people because we don't know if that's their one opportunity yeah. to see Jesus. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so powerful. I um, I see and I envision this young generation being the most, being more tuned into God's voice than any previous generation, despite the fact that you probably, arguably speaking, I think it can be debated that you have... Mm-hmm the most noise like our culture has never been noisier than it is in 2021 and i would dare say that most of the noise is toxic and Mm -hmm. discouraging and derailing and destructive but i believe in a young generation that has never been so in tune with god's voice Mm -hmm. and with the truth of god's word and with the beauty of the gospel and sharing that gospel to the culture around it than we are today. So as an old guy, as a youth pastor, I don't have any concern. I'm not, I don't have any reservations about the, the hands that the kingdom of God is in, in your generation. Um, and I think two, the two of you are just really beautiful examples of that. Young people who aren't going to go the world's way. You're going to follow uh, Christ. And he's going to use you uh, for that. So I definitely see and pray for and believe in a young generation that is completely tuned into the voice of God uh, for the sake of his glory and for the sake of his kingdom and for the sake of our uh, our our own nation. And I'm not a doomsday guy. Like I'm not a, oh, the sky's <laughs> yeah. falling. Or, ah. That's just not who I am. But I will say that things are uh, kind of alarming in mm-hmm. just the the 
our cultural conversation mm-hmm. right now. And um, yeah, I think that that's, I think it's going to be an interesting week this week. On the 20th, we inaugurate a, a brand new president mm-hmm. and we have a pretty divided yeah. nation under, this guy has a job ahead of him. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what you think about um, um, the president and the vice president, President Biden. It doesn't, especially, if, well, I'll, I'll speak to the Christ followers. You, under no no uh, uncertain terms, you have to pray for him. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. to. You don't have to agree with him. You don't have to love him. You don't have to, you know, you just have to pray for him. Yeah. And you have to pray for God's wisdom to be his and... So, and I know that you you guys are young. You have, I'm, unless I'm wrong, you haven't participated in an election yet. Right? Um, but I also don't think that teenagers are exempt from praying for our nation's leadership either. So, um, anyway, that's a total. Sorry, that was an aside. Thing. But um, this past weekend has, to me, has been really powerful. I agree with everything that you guys have said. It reminded me well, when you were when you were both talking about it was different. But there were some th- good things about mm-hmm. yeah. the fact that it was different. I don't know if you. I don't know if you've ever done this. Sometimes I hold on to the way things were because that's just the way things yeah. were. Like I'm comfortable with that, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm not saying, hey, let's go virtual every year, whether we need to <laughs> yeah. or not. But it's really cool that we've been through an experience, and it was kind of a weird, funky, peculiar experience, kind of forced upon us, so to speak. Yeah. But we can already see the good that came mm-hmm. out of it because mm-hmm. we're willing to begrudgingly or not we're willing to let go of what was mm-hmm. and be open to you know a new way of doing things and i know we're talking about a retreat today but i really think that that principle is applicable spiritually okay. as yeah. well that sometimes we just get so stuck man i i agree with you guys caroline you were talking about uh, reading your bible mm-hmm. and i just got to get through it because i yeah. got to get to the next thing and man i i can fall into like i that w- what I've heard referred to as performance-based spirituality, mm-hmm. that when I do the check boxes yeah. and I get it all checked off, all right, I'm good with God and he's good with me. And that's just nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like that's not the way the gospel of grace operates at all. So I want to, I thank you for that because it reminds me, don't get caught up in just checking the boxes mm-hmm. of um, talking with God. I certainly wouldn't treat my wife that way. You know, like, all right, honey, I've talked with you today. Can I, can I be done now? My marriage wouldn't last very long. But um, that's just a really powerful, powerful uh, reminder. So, all right. Well, thank you, guys. And any closing thoughts that you want to share with with uh, our listeners? Speak life. Speak life. That's tune really in, good. Tune right. out and speak life. Yeah, so good. So good. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to look for ways today just as um, a reminder just to – look for somebody and leave them better than when I found them, mm-hmm. you know, like build somebody up, encourage somebody. I know that you're, you guys are, are living that same life. So we want to thank everybody for joining us. Thank you, Caroline and Alyssa. Yes. What, what awesome guests you have <laughs> been uh, on the podcast. Thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. We're listening to the 2x4 Student Podcast, the podcast that is two students, by students, and for students.